Greetings. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 91. Greetings, everyone. Now, I apologise now, I'm feeling just a little bit raspy. It's just a change in the temperature which has affected my voice. But I hope it doesn't spoil your enjoyment of this week's episode. Now, I hope you have your eyes set firmly on your best life prize as we move closer to the ending of 2020. Now, there's no doubt that 2020 has certainly been one of the most testing years we can remember in our short lifetimes. However, from an African self-determination perspective, it's not just how we started and made our way through the year that will determine our next steps. But most of all, it's how we will finish. Covid has the potential to make us feel that everything around us is all doom and gloom. Because for many of us, that's just what it has been. We, as the African descent community, have suffered some of the most extraordinary losses in 2020. In terms of human losses, social losses, loss of liberties, economic losses, and for me on reflection, losses across all areas of human engagement. And this is why, for me, we in the African descent community need to work especially hard to make sure we end the year with hope, yes, but also with a focus on pursuing our best life plans. Because if we don't do this for ourselves, then given the way the past year has gone and how much worse things are likely to get it's more likely that none but ourselves will be coming along to help us to continue to rise. So as we end the year, I'm not going to make this edition of the podcast very long, but simply want to use the spirit of the seven principles of Kwanzaa to uplift our spirits and to use the energy of our ancestors to continue to propel us into self-determinatory action as we move into 2021. The first principle of Kwanzaa is Umoja, and Umoja stands for unity. And it asks of us to use Umoja to focus our attention on the importance of working for unity in our families, communities, in our nation and in our race. When thinking about the role of Umoja in our best life plans, There's no better way to practice Amorja than to inject some unity into the water of our people. There has always been this long debate about what unity should look like and whether there should be one unifying factor we all focus on or two unifying factors plus other debates. But in my view, I feel strongly that the quality of the unity we build, no matter how or what that unity will look like, for me, 
as long as that unity is built on content of character that has the liberation of Africans and Africa at its core, and then a high regard and deep respect for each other, the continent and our people, wherever we may be, then those two things together will give us the right kind of unity we need wherever we might be located. I don't subscribe to this either or. Either we have unity or nothing. I believe that we must have a unifying principle, but equally we can have several acts of unity that we are all engaged in. And as long as our content of character is pointed in the right direction, then these satellites of unified, organised people will be able to link up together for one aim or one purpose as and when the need arises. And once we can do that, then we can't fail to succeed both individually and as a people. So for me, it cannot be enough for us to bemoan the fact that we don't have unity and therefore we can't work on individual and community best life plans. No, for me, as long as we are pointed in the same direction of purpose and mission, And we are feeding that purpose and that mission with the same unifying concepts, such as content of character and the right to African self-determination, then we can't fail. When it comes to our best life plans, the quality of the unity we build in our private lives will most definitely impact the quality of the unity we build in our public life and in our public spaces. And that's where I think we should place our focus. The second principle of Kwanzaa is Kujichagulia, which means self-determination. Now, Kujichagulia is a principle that is very dear to my heart because it's the principle around which one of the organisations I'm involved with, called Perank Community Enterprise, well, we hold an annual Kwanzaa for our local community every year. And Kujichagulia is the principle around which we organise that Kwanzaa. Now, Kujichagulia is expressed in our responsibilities to protect our right to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves and speak for ourselves instead of letting others do that for us. And for me, it was the spirit of that self-determination That led me to decide to bring my best life plan to life and to do for myself. Because I felt that in doing for myself, I could fulfil one of the greatest responsibilities we have, which is to lift our community up as we climb. Self-determination for me, therefore, is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. Because if you can define what your own life chances and life choices are going to be, instead of settling for the choices others say you can have, then you're giving your best life plans one of the greatest injections you can ever give them. And in the process, well, we're guaranteeing, if we're all doing the same thing, that the spirit of self-determination will flow across our individual lives, our families, our communities, our continent and our race. And for me, 
there can be no greater gift that we can give to our future. The third principle is Ujima, which stands for collective work and responsibility and is expressed in our responsibility to build and maintain our community together and also to make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve those problems together. And if you're following the thread, it becomes much easier to do this if we're working on the first two principles. So for me, if we are all working on our best life plans and we're pointed in the right direction, then we begin to lift our community up so that we can work together to face the many serious challenges we're likely to face in 2021. We have challenges to come that will test our resilience with our health, the education of our children, our economic well-being, and will also test us across several other areas of people engagement. And it's my firm belief that if you are working on best life plans that are helping you to have life choices and the life chances you want for yourself, then you're much more likely to have capacity to help others to work for that also. In many of the ancestral gifts we were given and are continuing to be given, the one thing our ancestors ask for is that we use our talents and gifts to help ourselves, yes, but to help others also. And so for me, this responsibility is expressed in the principle of Ujima. And as we see the silent reawakening of our community, my promise is that I will continue to do what I can to use my gifts, my talents and my best life plan to lift others up. If we all do the same with the right content of character and that content being African self-determination and African liberation, well, we cannot fail to build on the progress we achieved in 2021. The fourth principle of Kwanzaa is Ujamaa, which stands for cooperative economics and also the importance of sharing resources to meet a common goal. With Ujamaa, we have a responsibility to make sure we use our money, our resources and our efforts to build and maintain our own communities, our own shops, so that we can both profit and invest from those actions together. And for me, this is one of the principles where I believe we've seen the most progress in 2020. The impact of the coronavirus on the African economy has been both a curse and a blessing. A curse because it has provided businesses and government with ripe excuses for ending the employment of black workers. But also, and perhaps more importantly, because it has provided new opportunities and more opportunities than in previous years to provide black businesses of all sizes and at all stages in their development with opportunities to get their brands, their products, their programmes and their services out into a wider community. And this action, more than anything else, 
is one that cannot be easily undone because it has opened up the eyes of many, many African descent people who just didn't think they had a business in them that would actually make money. And the work that has been done on the ground to provide opportunities for people to test out the value of their business in serving community has been one of the major shifts in 2020. And we've seen these shifts in a number of Black-owned and Black-run business platforms. Nationally, we've seen the emergence of the Facebook-based Black-owned economy, which is the single most influential platform for Black businesses in the UK. And this is closely followed by a host of regional online black business networks that provide prime opportunities for black businesses to sell their products locally and nationally. Something which I talked about in episode 86 of the podcast. So if you want to know a little bit more about these platforms, then just have a quick re-listen to that episode of the podcast. Now, the emergence of the Black-owned economy has been closely followed by a host of regional online Black business networks that are also providing prime opportunities for Black businesses to sell their products locally and nationally. And this has been great for our economic strengthening because what it has done is to provide opportunities for people to really practice buying black and buying black on a consistent and regular level. And we've never really got to grips with that, especially up north where I am from. In the South, it's much easier because there are lots more businesses and also you generally tend to find those black businesses, two or three of them, in each of the key boroughs where black people live. In the North, it's different. And so providing opportunities to see all of the black businesses in one place And those black businesses understanding what it means to run a business in terms of customer service has really pushed up opportunities for us to buy black and buy black regularly and consistently. And those online platforms have been supported by brick and mortar platforms like Mahogany Market and Black Noir, both of which are live market spaces which are organised in public spaces and their aim is to bring black products out from the corners where we're used to finding them and getting them into visible spaces that expose black businesses to a wider buying public. Yes, for me, 2020 has really been a game changer for bringing black businesses out of the closet. And I, for one, couldn't be happier for the emergence of this form of Ujama because it plays to the heart of the lift as we climb principle. And when the right content of character is added to the mix, we are more likely to see this progress sustained. And the more we can sustain the progress, the more we begin to change the individuality of priorities, which in my view has become a real and damaging feature of our practice because of the Western cultures we live in. 
When you're immersed in a culture that acts in that way, you're less likely to see it and you're less likely to feel the impact of individuality. So for me, finding more opportunities to remove this feeling of scarce resources and scarce opportunities to improve our economies can only be a good thing in 2021. And we need to prioritise finding more opportunities to increase both our personal and collective economic circumstances. The fifth principle of Kwanzaa is NIA, which stands for the importance of applying ourselves to a higher purpose and a higher responsibility. And here, our role is to put purpose into building and developing our communities so that African people will be restored to our place of greatness. Now, this is some of the most challenging work we need to do, and we need to lift our heads up to do it and do it with some urgency. The death of George Floyd and the manner in which this man was murdered in broad daylight, in public, as if he was nothing but trash. And the way in which the COVID pandemic has been played out against African descent people in the West, not least in attempts to target the vaccine towards our people without ever having addressed the chronic lack of trust that exists between African communities and health agencies who historically and quite recently have deliberately infected African people with death tonics and then watched us die all manner of physical, environmental and reproductive deaths, to name a few, with no redress or punishment meted out to those who have assaulted us. And against this backdrop, the principle of near, which is the application of a higher purpose, is needed more than ever. Because if we have purpose that is founded on African liberation and African self-determination, and we really mean what we say, then we are well on our way to pointing ourselves in the right direction and linking with other Africans to do the same on a bigger scale because the challenges that are yet to come will demand that we begin to work together to shape our resistance models and begin building strong local, national and international solidarity movements. And one of the key things we should be looking to do is to join an organisation that can support us to practice near and keep our practice alive and live in our spirits, in our minds and in our actions. And if you're wanting an organisation that fits that bill, then why not consider joining organisations like Stop the Maangamizi, We Charge Genocide Ecocide Campaign? which is an organisation that works full-time on addressing some of the key challenges we faced in 2020 and will no doubt face in 2021, and that organisation will be right there in the thick of it. There are a number of different ways that you can get involved. And so what I'm going to do is I'll put a link to the website of the organisation at the end of the show notes so you can have a look at the different opportunities that have been created for you to get involved. And so you can make 
contact and start the process rolling. The organisation also has a number of national reasonings, which is a great starting point for you to get those niggling questions answered rather than letting those questions and uncertainties hold us back. And what I always say is that it's better to be doing something than doing nothing. And so if this isn't the right organisation for you and you don't see an organisation doing what you want to do, then that is an invitation for you to start your organisation and do your thing. All that is asked is that we don't do this in isolation because we all need to link up so that organisations can't be picked off. The sixth principle of Kwanzaa is Kumba which prioritises the importance of bringing beauty and ideas to life in our communities and makes us responsible for making sure we always do as much as we can in whatever way we can for each other and for our communities so that we can leave our communities in a much better place than when they were given to us. And this principle is key because more than ever we are having to face up to the impact of environmental damage on our communities. Heck, we currently have an African mother going through the courts to secure a landmark ruling that her daughter was killed by a toxic environment that was metres away from her front door, which went on to affect her breathing leading to an acute asthma attack that sadly killed this seven-year-old child. And by the time you're listening to this episode, I hope that this mother will have secured the victory she has fought for for several years and which the current government have attempted to do everything to deny her. Because the government knows it will send a very strong message to us all that we need to be more aware of the various environments that we are living in that are harmful to our lives. And once we're living in environments that are harmful to our lives, then those environments are also harmful to our life chances and our life choices. And then we can go beyond that because it's not just environments here in the UK that we need to be aware of. No, wherever African people are on the planet, our lands are being taken over again in a second scramble and our resources are being annexed and misused. And in the process, the environments we are increasingly being expected to live in will become increasingly compromised by a set of people who are driven by nothing but greed. We might think this doesn't affect us in the UK, where we can sometimes be very much under an illusion that our neighbourhood environments are not that bad. But it does affect us, and anything that affects our environments affects our abilities to create. And the final Kwanzaa principle is Imani, which stands for faith and the belief in ourselves and our people. And it charges us with a responsibility to help us to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, 
our family and community teachers and our family and community leaders and to always believe that our work is righteous work that will bring us great results. Now, if we have this level of faith, not only can we build on the positives we achieved in 2020, despite the impact of COVID, but we will also have the drive to keep those positive changes going and to build on them in this forthcoming year. In closing, I've always found that when you balance your priorities, which for me are our best life plans, if we balance those priorities with the foundations given to us by our ancestors and elders via, in the case of this podcast, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, because Kwanzaa is but one set of principles. There are many others. So Kwanzaa, which is also collectively called the Nguza Saba, when we're given these principles and we practice them all year round, keeping that self-determinatory focus, then we're in a much better place to stay focused on making the changes we dream about. In 2021, I will be moving towards my 100th episode of this podcast, which is a milestone in itself. And I can give you my assurance that I will be coming much harder and with more focus on areas that need to be highlighted to assist us to make the changes we need to make to free ourselves from the economic ties that bind us to life chances and choices that no longer serve us. My wish for 2021 is that I've done enough in 2020 to encourage you to stay with me. And that being the case, I look forward to having you on my podcast journey in 2021. To all of my listeners and people who have followed the podcast in 2020, I say thank you, I appreciate you, and let me take this opportunity to wish you happy Kwanzaa. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha, and for this week, I'm out. Mm-hmm.